0: There's
2: no other. Hallelujah! Give the Lord a wonderful clap of it. you May be seated. Hallelujah! How many of you are blessed? God willing, uh, um, tomorrow evening something wonderful is going to happen. there is going to be the launch of Macario's 60 audio. Oh, is that how you can appreciate something wonderful? The books read to you. Wow. Hmm? Yeah. You can read the book and the book can be read to you. And and for this seminar the book price has been drastically reduced so that you can have a copy So get ready to get your copy. Amen. Father, thank you for a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. What it means to become a shepherd. Charlie, how many of you have realized that now, dear? I mean, we are all going to be shepherds, real shepherds. How many of you are determined that, look, You know, even if you have a discussion with your beloved at this seminar, look, you, because of you, my shepherding thing, it is to be very strong, but always sending me whatsapps and all that so much. So I want us to have an agreement. Either you make sure that I'm doing my shepherding well, or it will not be easy for us. Amen. We realize that God needs shepherds. Is that not so? And a shepherd is someone who provides care, love, guidance, teaching. Is that not so? For the sheep of God. God is looking for some people whose specific work, specific work, Will be to feed the sheep. to Look after them, to teach them, to guide them, who have time to care for them. I mean, it's an amazing thing to experience a real shepherd. A real shepherd is an amazing thing. And we realize that God wants all of us become shepherds. And we are going back to shepherding. How many of you are going back to shepherding? Hallelujah. This is how this church was built. Shepherds. Shepherds meetings. Shepherds service. Shepherds come. We are going for shepherds come. It was a shepherds come for all pastors, shepherds, and serious Christians. We will arrive um, Wednesday evening, yes, and be there Wednesday evening. The whole of Thursday, Friday, and we we'll leave Saturday. And it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. Us and have an amen? amen. And today we realize that we, the pastors, our work is not really to do the work ourselves but to equip you. And I think in the morning we agreed that now we have all of us are respecting our positions. Is that also? We are respecting our positions. We are the pastors. We are going to equip you. And we have also accepted your position to allow yourself to be equipped. So that we can work together. So that the church will be built. Hallelujah. How many of you have accepted your position? And we resigned. Realized that we actually were sitting on your promotion. So sorry. How many pastors are sorry? Amen. We didn't know that we were remembering that look. Pastor, I want to visit. Pastor, I want to care. Pastor, I want to teach. You are not releasing me. Yes, it? Forgive us. Amen. And what? why must we become shepherds? Because it is a natural development. All right, you can't be an ordinary member for the rest of your life. Are you dear since you came? You're a member. In our church, there's a progression. Yeah, a proper member of our church. I mean, is a member after about six months? When you see him, no, he's a shepherd. Yeah, but the following year. When we ask him, oh, you know, I'm a minister shepherd. Yeah. Moving on. But you, you were 70 years ago. And even when Bishop this year installed the Archbishop, he said, you are comparing because it's like now you are an arch member. So you are, you are wondering that arch member and arch bishop what is the relationship between when is your installation coming on? Amen. You must become a shepherd because there is a great need for shepherds. How many of you understood that? it. Hmm? Our vessel must be poured. Our scent must be poured from vessel to vessel. Yeah. When you look around, you have to ask yourself, so who has my life influence? Who? Yeah. Look at it. How many people have become shepherds out of you? How many people have become pastors out of you? You must become a shepherd because we need to fulfill the great commission. Jesus said we should go there and teach. We should tell them and we should teach them. When the souls are worn. Now the work of the shepherd has come. The evangelists, through our outreaches and all that we have brought in the people, now the work of the shepherd starts to complete the job. Amen. Another reason why 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 13. 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 13. For they that have used the office of a deacon well purchase to themselves a good degree and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. This is another reason why you must become a shepherd. So that you purchase to yourself a good spiritual degree. And just as earthly degrees help you to get employment, do you understand? And, and and all kinds of things. This spiritual degree, I don't know what it is, but I mean you'll be surprised that when you get to heaven, it will be a very wild thing. Yeah. Before you realize they are certain out those who have that degree and those who don't have. Do you get it? And the reason is because they did the work of the deacon which is the same as the work of a shepherd a church worker. It's the same way. May you acquire a degree from now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Don't arrive in heaven. It's like you dear. It's like you there. You have come and it's like nothing. Hmm? Revelation chapter 14 and verse 13. Or 14 and verse 13, one of them. 14, 13. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, said the Spirit, that they may rest from their works and their works do follow them, which means that certain works that you are doing now, okay, have the ability to follow you, and definitely, it cannot be the earthly works of typing, changing your I mean ties, a mechanic shop, computer repairing, you know, and all that. No. But the spiritual works. That's right. The shepherding work. The visitation work. Not knowing that all the visitations that you know you are doing. Heaven is taking account of them. Yeah. Because. eh? Because. Jesus said. I know thy works and I know thy labor. Yes. Look at it. I know thy works and I know thy labor. Watch this. Revelations. Chapter 2. And verse 2. I know thy works and I know thy labor. All the works that you are doing God says, we are taking note of them. We can see. We can see. What is the difference between the works and the labor? The works are what you are doing. The visitations, the preaching, the teaching, the caring, the loving and all that. The labor is the effort you put into that. No, because when it comes to visitation, did you get it? I mean, sometimes I used to visit my ship many years ago when we were at the Colgono uh, Cathedral. I had a ship at Adenta Hausen. Hausen. Yes. Yeah. And those days, this road you see there from Tetakwashi to Adenta, I tell you, you could spend like four, five hours. Is that not the case? Yes. It was a small road. Traffic. And many times I'll just continue from a duty from the hospital to that place. He lived on the first floor of the building. And there were several times that, as I climbed, and I looked, you know, there was this uh, glass whatever above the the door. I realized that the place was dark. It means he was not there. <laughs> I'll be tired, sweating, hungry. And I'll, I'll leave a note that I was here and go back. He's still in church today, a very important member. Very, very important member. Yeah. All your works and your labor are earning you a degree in heaven. And some of us, unfortunately, you yourself, you know yourself. You are attempt to get a degree here, up tonight has not worked.
0: Hmm? Hmm?
2: Your GPA. Even now, their problem is what type of degree to give to you. Because, ten after everything come to pass, after pass, what what is it? Eh? You came, and that one too is not working. Do you get it? But thanks be to God. Who says that? If here didn't work. Up there, up there, through being a shepherd, you can earn yourself a good degree. Clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. Amen. At the back, are you fast? Or you are. Working on your phone. Eh. We have we have placed angel police among you, so they'll be watching. Hallelujah. They that have used the office of a a deacon well obtain a good degree. Yeah. I honestly don't know what it is. But maybe it will determine where to stay forever in heaven. And in Rejoining's book, The Final Quest, The White Throne Judgment, when he entered the big hall, he saw the throne of God very far. And he was walking towards it. And met a group of people with all kinds of stories. And they were looking glorious. And where they were was nice to him. Because he had come from A. And but he was shocked. When they said to him, Don't be impressed with where we are. Where we are, we are we are called the foolish virgins. And they said, This is the lowest part of heaven. The lowest part of heaven. And that tells me that then it means that they are partial they are partial places, and perhaps the shepherdoria you know degree. Shepardorial degree. Is that not so so at a good SHP? SHP that is your that is your degree. As for that you may not know but the superior work that you are doing, maybe, you know, the degrees, you know, you are just, you know, until the time that you are going, you have completed it, and perhaps it is what will open certain doors. I don't know whether it may be open doors, for example, for you to be introduced to Peter and all this type of thing. I, I don't know. Maybe to go and see Abraham. Do you understand it? Because Abraham, they were all shepherds. When Jacob went to um, um, Egypt, look at it. Yeah. Joseph told him, when Pharaoh asked you what do you do, say we are shepherds. The reason was that they were not respecting shepherds and they would throw them into that land far not knowing that where they were going to throw them to the Goshen was going to be a blessed land Amen lift up your hand say I am working on my degree I am working on my Shepedoria degree Hallelujah and one day it will benefit me in heaven. Wow. Next one Become a shepherd. Huh? So that you can combine material and spiritual prosperity. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verses but godliness with contentment is great gain. Become a shepherd so that you can combine material and spiritual prosperity. And when you combine both, the Bible says that you are a very successful person. One of the people that the Bible says are considered very successful are people who combined both material and spiritual prosperity. Your material prosperity is what we are doing. We are an engineer. We are an architect. We are a farmer. We are a teacher. And that's what you want to do. You want to be blessed. You want to have more money. You want to have more houses out of it. Go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. But the Bible is telling you that that is not enough. For you to have a great gain or for you to be considered a very successful person. For you to be considered a very successful person, the Bible is saying add spiritual prosperity. And spiritual prosperity, you know, comes through the things that we are doing for the Lord. One and leave out the other one. But have both. Yeah. And you see, I was telling you in the morning that this is how we grew up in this church. Yeah. We're doing whatever we're doing, but we're also working. We're also working. We use our days in the the, the, the morning part to the afternoon, you know, to work, go and teach, do business. Mm. Look at it, and get material prosperity in the evenings. We now remove the material jacket. And put on our spiritual jacket and move to the field with the same people. When now, Sarah, do you love Christ? I want you to come to church. I'm come to visit you. How are you? For years. Yeah. But many of you. Are now choosing only the material prosperity. Hmm? Look at it Matthew chapter 6 and verse 19. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth. And, dot, and rust not corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay out for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust not corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Unfortunately, the material prosperity, even though it's good, you can't send it to heaven. why you must combine it with the spiritual prosperity. Because as for the spiritual prosperity, do you understand it? It's, it's being laid up into your account. So on the day that when you knock upstairs, it's downstairs, downstairs and you know that you can't come out again. And you look around and all the monies that you gain, not even 50 Ghana cities were put there, you said, no problem, because you know that very soon, you will be in heaven, and when you arrive there, when you arrive there, the spiritual prosperity will be waiting for you there. that when we arrive in heaven, there will be nothing. And then also the earthly prosperity and riches. When you live now, people begin to fight over it. Yeah. One day my best friend died. He was a young doctor. And my wife and myself traveled to the funeral. And we actually made, we were very close, so we were made to sleep in his room. Yeah. We were having um, wake Something happened that made me to realize that. <coughs> if you only follow material prosperity, you will live to regret it. Well, then when they came, they said they need some shirts so they will be changing him. And I said, no problem. I had a wardrobe full of them. He was a fine dresser. They have shoes and all. Well, they're nice. So I said, I pointed, I said, take these ones. Very nice. Then they said, oh, no, 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 no. We want some of his old ones. I'm telling you. true to their way, That's what they did. Nothing could change their mind. Yeah. Another time whilst at Kolebu we're treating a young man. He was very, very rich, very, very rich. He yeah, had traveled to a certain country and made money. But unfortunately, he used to drink a lot and affected his liver. You see, your liver is your poison factory in your body. That's where all the day- things that are poison from your eating and all that are trying to kill you. They are accumulated and the liver will sort them out and remove all the poison and throw them out of your body. So when your your liver is not working, all the poisons stay there and they kill you. So he was warned when he was coming to Ghana that she should not drink again. Got married to a spiritual woman. That goes to a good church. And once in Ghana, he kept on making even more money. That is something that he told me himself as he was lying on his hospital bed. And then he started drinking again. And the thing affected the liver. He was dying. And we're treating him. And he says something that made me to take very spe- good, special interest in him. Because he brought him to the hospital in a brand new 7 Series BMW. Yeah. And, and I witnessed to him as I was treating him, that he told me something that even made me to treat him even with special care he said doctor he spoke in a local dialect. he said doctor if you, if you care for me to wake up from here and leave he said you see what I will do for you when he said that even my care now became very think every 10 minutes I used to visit him. <laughs> when I saw the seven series and all the things, he was telling me the things that he had. Yeah. I have not seen it normally when we write the prescription. Do you see? The relatives stand affirm during visiting time. They do like it. It's not dead, then they go. I'm telling you. Which was another case. Yeah. Yeah. They won't come for the prescription. I'm telling you. And yet, when the person dies, every bill, same people, every bill come and pay. Yeah. But this person that I'm talking about, even when he was there, all kinds of people. I mean, those days. This is, this is mid '90s. I don't know of any very very important person who didn't come to visit. And when we wrote a prescription, there was a scramble for it. Yeah. Some of his medications had to be brought from abroad. No problem. 10 days, he was gone. He was gone. Weeks later, I met the uncle who used to come there a lot. How are things? He said, Doctor, you won't believe it. You will not believe it. People are tearing his properties apart. Yeah. material prosperity you realize that on the day that you are going you can go with them but no problem because you also amass spiritual prosperity and that is what matters I see you having a lot of both material and spiritual prosperity and the Bible says, if you do that, you have had a great gain, A great gain. Huh? Yeah? That is why you must be a shepherd. That is why you should not allow your education to prevent you from being a shepherd you seen that even now Satan has entered the educational system has been doing the timetable for them now Satan seems to be the person who is doing the timetable yeah, exams are on Sundays (laughs) huh? Sunday Sunday lectures your lectures have been put on Sunday morning certain i've seen the time that you come to church though so so 9 to 1 yeah and to make sure that before now you don't go and mobilize your sheep to church uh, between 7 to 9 there's a quiz or something there so you have to be there. This is what is happening now. Oh? Is it true? Hmm? Amen. But you have to tell Satan, Mr. Satan, listen to me. Look, we have determined to have spiritual prosperity also. I'm determined to obtain a heavenly degree. So, yes. One time, my, my main safety chair, I was not seeing her. It's many years ago. so I go to school now on Sunday man personal so I said really do you think that is a good thing to do what about the children anyway that's all that I could do because your powers sometimes are limited. Yeah. I was there one day when she came. He said, Pastor, I've started coming to church on Sunday. I said, What happened? He said, I was sitting at that class when I felt uneasy. I felt uneasy. I felt uneasy. You cannot be sitting down here every Sunday. Sunday morning. Hmm. Yeah, God needs you. Work for Him. You see, you have to make adjustments. We are not saying that don't go to school. We are not going to because the other qualification, the other thing that you need to make you a good shepherd is wisdom. Wisdom. I spoke to you about availability. The other one is wisdom. We are not saying don't go to work. Don't work. Don't travel. You can do all that, but you can sacrifice. You can make some arrangements to get time to attend also to the things of God because you are trying to gain both material and spiritual prosperity. Yeah, when I was a lay pastor, When I saw that a holiday was coming, I marked it out. I marked it out. Holidays were one of my busiest days. Either personal retreat or an all day shepherd's training. Something that I could not do on normal days. You see, when you have that, the work of God in your heart, Your heart. God will give you wisdom. You understand it? To be able to work for Him. But what it is is that many of us really don't care. We don't care. Yeah. You know yourself. Shepherd. You have sheep, but you don't go to church on Sundays every overtime at your workplace. You are the person that is a uh, the, this weekend, there will be an overtime. You so put my name there. Huh? yes do you get it you use all your time plus extra time to try to build your life but unless the Lord builds the city they build in vain who tried to do so You cannot build your life. You cannot build your life. You cannot build your life. Yeah. Because it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it. Hmm? Mary Rebecca was conceived of Isaac, of Jacob and Esau. The Bible said that, and for the children not yet been born, and neither having done any good nor evil, but that the plan of God concerning election might come to pass, it was said to her, that the elder shall serve the younger. For Jacob have I loved, and Esau have I hated. What is there any unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For has the potter not power over the same lamb of clay to make one vessel of anna and another of dishonor anna. So then it is not of him that willeth, neither of him that run it, but it is of God show wet mercy so you may make all the efforts for your life you see some of you are determined to use every time, every hour, every day every week to I mean go to school, pass lessons, write and that. but it is not of him that will it That is why the prophet has written a new book, The Determinants. Have you seen it? Eh? Is it here? Yeah, yeah got a copy. Because you realize that, yes, normally, the race is to the swift. Normally. Eh? Yeah? Bread is to the wise. Riches and other people who are wise and all that, normally. But, You'll be surprised. Okay, this book, The Determinants. I introduce it to you. The things that determine your life. Do you get it? Exercise chapter 11. Yeah? nine eleven. 11. Yes. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. The race is not to the swift. But normally the race is to the swift. Normally. Now the battle to the strong. It is true that David killed Goliath. But, but they said that he's a champion. Which means that normally he kills We understand that? Neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding. Riches is men of understanding. Eh? Great wisdom, abilities. Look at it. Nor yet favor to men of skill. So, men of skill normally have favor. Your electrician who works for you is very good. If there is something, there's a job opening or something, he's the one that you recommend. Normally, normally. But God is saying that, okay, all that are there, but still, time and chance is also there to wipe out what is normal. Yes. Sometimes you study all—I mean, you know everything—all the past questions. But that morning you don't know what to eat. From about two thirty a.m., your stomach went bro The essence was eight a.m. Every two minutes, every two minutes, every two minutes. By seven thirty, look—you are weak. You can't even walk to the exam center. Because it is not of him that will it. That is why you must not place confidence too much in what you are trying to do. Leave room for the grace of God. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. As you serve the Lord. You know, I saw it. Bishop Fabian. When I was practicing in my hospital, I will leave the hospital for four weeks, three weeks. Bishop will invite me, go to Kumansi. He will send me to um, Bekwai, different places. Bishop Patrick, I'll go to Tamale. Yeah, I really loved it. And I will leave. So when I'm going, I have to get a locum doctor, you know, and all that when I, every time I came back from those trips, I'd made more money than when me myself was there. You see, God was saying, so you're going to shepherd my people here. Okay. I'm now going, me myself, I'm coming here to come and sort out the business for you. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? I, mean, I don't have time. Shepherds in 30 minutes. Pastor, I need to go. I need to go. Even these days, when we are preaching in church, when, when, when is it ending? We need to go. I thank God. We are receiving a new heart. We are receiving a new heart. We are receiving a new heart. The heart of the shepherd. The heart of sacrifice. To do more for the Lord. We are going to combine material and spiritual prosperity. Go ahead and be a doctor. Go ahead and be an engineer. Go ahead and be a professional footballer. But, don't forget about the things of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. through this quickly because there's something else that I want us to do. Number eight, become a shepherd because people are hungry for the truth. Number nine, become a shepherd because many people are spiritually hungry. And number ten, become a shepherd because people need to be visited and strengthened. Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 2. Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 2. Therefore thus said the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people, ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I'll visit upon you the evil of your doings, said the Lord. One of the reasons why God wants you to become a shepherd is so that you visit his sheep.
0: Yeah.
2: When we were growing up and we were being trained as shepherds and pastors, the prophet taught us that this is what God wanted us to do to visit. Yeah. Any real shepherd knows about the power of visitation. Yeah. I can back with you, with my last one dollar, that any sheep that you visit eh, will be likely to be in that church for a long time. Yeah? There is something about visitation. Jesus visited us. He came to earth to visit us. And our lives have changed forever. Our lives have changed forever. There's a book, Transform Your Pastoral Ministry. There's a whole session on visitation. Even Jehovah himself Visited. One time there was a big quarrel between Abraham and Sarah. Something about childbed, promise, something, child we was not coming, something, something. And Sarah encouraged Abraham to have one by the side, hoping that the normal one will come. was not coming. And God stepped in visited them. Yeah. They cooked for him to eat and all. And before he left, he said, "Tell Sarah, next year by this time, according to the, the the time of life, Sarah will have a son." Solved the problem. Yeah. One of the things that you hear bad shepherds saying, why didn't you come to church? You don't come to church. Eh? But when he needed you, either has a son, oh my shepherd. Eh? Who can sing it for me? Where were you when I needed you? It reminds me of something that A pastor friend of mine said a testimony. He said there was this particular shepherd. Every time there was a shepherd's meeting or whatever, he would come very, very late. Very, very late. And he used to be so angry with him. And it went wrong for a long time. Then one day this pastor decided, okay, let me go and visit him. He said, look, he was driving. I mean, he had to turn here, go here, down here. Then he got to a point, he couldn't drive anymore. So he had to park the car and continue until he located the brother. When he located where the brother was saying, he said to himself, I'm so sorry," he said to you. "He didn't tell me." Said to himself, "I'm so sorry for rebuking this." You know, it's like even if his just appearance at the meeting was enough, or even if he couldn't come, or he came once, you know, in a while it was okay. You see, it was when he visited. Visitation helps you to know the real situation of the ship. Yeah. When God looks at his sheep and me, they are going through all kinds of things. And he said, Look, I need somebody to go and visit. Hallelujah. Sing it, sister.
0: called out for you to help me. Were you too busy? Too busy, too busy. How could you have forgotten about me when I had a problem? Oh, so big? It's alright.
2: up your hands and thank the Lord lift up your hands and thank the Lord oh, for the opportunity to become a shepherd lift up your hands and thank him and ask the Lord to anoint you, ask the Lord to equip you, ask the Lord to give you the burden to become a shepherd I want to see your hands lifted up in the name of Jesus. oh yes Lord oh yes Lord Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus, for the wonderful opportunity we have given unto us, to become shepherds in Your house to serve You, Lord. We are grateful. In Jesus' name, Amen.
1: We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Anakazo Assemblies Cathedral of Pako Kaswa. Please note our service time. Sunday, 9 30 a.m., Jesus Encounter Service. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, please call 0278 888 884 or 0543 289 289. The numbers again 0278 888 884 or 0543 289 289. God bless you.